Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Running in Circles podcast. It's me, Pallav Rawal, and uh, yeah, we're back with another episode on another Sunday. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something on the lighter side. Uh, the trend of this season so far has been a lot of heavy stuff. So today is going to be fun. Uh, joining me in this today's episode are two of my friends. Uh, joining for the second time in the season, we have Vidyut. Hey everyone, what's up? Yes, happy to have you. And uh, joining for the first time in the season, uh, we also have Vishnu. Hi everyone. Uh, thank you, Pallav, for having me on the podcast today. Excited to be here. Yes, happy to have you as well. So let's start the episode. Um, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about cricket, basically. You know, everything around cricket. Um, you know, it's probably a good time to be a cricket fan but also there are so many challenges uh depends on the country though yeah it depends on the country where Dep- yeah it cricket. depends on uh, which country you are and what is the fan following of that country but um, yeah it's, it's a good time for cricket and there are challenges in cricket as well and that's what we're going to be talking about so um you know to start off the discussion i would ask um Vidyat first you know, what do you think is like the, you know, what is cricket, in in what state is cricket right now and, and what do you think about it? So, I follow a lot of uh, Harsha Bogle because he Harsha is Bogle, the, voice the boys of yeah, cricket, yeah, yes. The voice of cricket and he puts things in a very candid and, uh, you know, crisp perspective, right? Yeah. And, of course, he's been uh, uh, with the entire scene from a long time and one thing that he has said that's probably very true right now is uh, I think I was watching the the very famous uh, show called The Test uh, which is yes. streaming on yeah so yeah. in that he said uh, right now the current state of cricket is mostly towards T20 right but he was actually describing Chateshwar Pujara's effort in one of the tests. And pe- and he said that Chateshwar Pujara right now is almost a curiosity to the newer generations. Because yeah. the term oh, I remember that episode. Yeah, the term resilience dies out in the modern game. And yes. Where T20 is the modern savior of the game. So that in Correct. itself tells the current state of the game, right? Yeah. There are efforts to try and bring back the uh, excite uh, the excitement in Test cricket. For example, they tried introducing day and night uh, Test cricket. Uh, mm. The Ashes is still, I feel, like Ashes is still, still like the classic. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very classic thing, and people yeah, still like everybody. Right? If you're if you're a hardcore cricket fan, you look forward to that. You know, Ashes yeah. game in Lords or like Ashes, Ashes game at the MCG or something yeah. like that. This is a very uh, this is a hot take actually. I think Australian Test cricket, honestly, is the savior of Test cricket. Oh, that's a they, hot take. Yeah, I'll tell you. Considering why, that because, uh-huh. English because invented the game, yeah. Yes, and it's not even India who is still uh, you know even though they give more efforts towards uh, playing a lot of cricket, I feel like Australian Test cricket is probably saving Test cricket because. They have the concept of the Boxing Day Test match. That's one thing. Oh, yeah. Right? That that's a lot of attention. Secondly, they are always in the center of some sort of controversy. <laughs> right? No, I one day or the other. Right? Like, yeah. Th- so that always spices things up. And yeah. whenever there's... <clears throat> they have classic rivalries with almost... <clears throat> every country. Like both, yeah, like with like the, both the, the big nations. Like with England, it's almost the Ashes. And with India, you have whenever you have Kohli. Yes, I have a oh, they, they they love playing against Kohli. Yeah, and they also advertise Kohli is coming to yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah. On television. Also, I have one hot take here. I think Border Gavaskar uh-huh. Trophy is getting to the hype Border. of Ashes. Is that a hot it take? It is getting to the hype of Ashes. I think. Yeah. I think it's thanks to the last. Uh, I think a 2019 one where it was. Yeah, yeah. The Shabhans crazy. Yeah, is at the Gabba. That I honestly feel just revived a lot of Test cricket. Like, yeah. 
I think it's in a good place. Like when it the the desk cricket was like the whole concept was dying out for some time, and I think after a few of the matches with Australia, like whichever teams played, like I'll tell you why exactly that. It's probably because how the modern influence is taking over. For example, if you take a Border Gavaskar trophy, where uh, you know that entire high step Gaba was just phenomenal to watch, and like it had everybody on the edge of Arjunas, right? With Rishabh Pant just you know going berserk, and then you have Shubman Gill play that opening role, and. Pujara was well. He took so exactly. many hits to like, his head. He was the wall at that point, right? Like he was probably keeping everything together so that others can, you know, do the fireworks. So, Test cricket was is being revived with the modern influence of the game. And the other one that really strikes uh, my mind is that one Test match between in- England and uh, Australia, where Ben Stokes just. Pulled that match out of yes, I think nowhere, it is right? Headingley leads. Yeah, Headingley. Yeah, where he hit that hundred out of nowhere, and yeah. there was like so much drama at the last over where Nathan Lyon is missing out the yes. run out. I remember the North striker was Jack Leach, and like Jack he, Leach, yeah, he had to he, literally defend for his life for his country correct. just for that win. Those kind of matches, right? Like when there is something that's being uh, you know, advertised out of nowhere, right? Yeah. I think they are saving the grace of Test cricket. Yeah. And so at the moment, I think it's in a revival phase, right? And it's okay. a good revival phase. It's not yeah. even a struggling revival. And it's thanks to how I think things are being blended in well. Like with how modern Test cricket is actually using a lot of uh, non-textbook shots, right? For example, oh, yeah, yeah. people think, like, nobody thinks about playing a reverse scoop in, like, the second over of a test match. Like, yeah. would like, I, oh, oh, my God. Like, I had, I had never imagined that a guy like James Anderson would get scooped by someone called Rishabh Pant. Right, so it's it's possible. So that's 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 why I feel like Test cricket, at least for the cricket fans, is doing well. Maybe yeah. not attracting new fans, but it's yeah. not losing fans. Yeah. So I think is... it. I think it was like uh, WTC that uh, kind of brought mm. people. I mean, got yeah. people excited. Like yeah. a- any time there is something that says, "Oh, World Cup." you're gaining something and people are really excited about that. Mm. They're like, oh, okay, India's going to play the World Cup or something and everyone wants to watch. If it's like a regular ga- game, like nobody wants, I mean, more only the ardent cricket fans would go and watch that, but like yeah. regular people would not really pay attention to it. So, yeah. That's that's true. And also, I was just I'm just looking at the WTC rankings. I'm actually pleasantly surprised to see that it's not completely one. Okay, it's somewhat one sided. Yeah, yeah. Australia and India are like number one and number two respectively. Yeah. But number three is surprisingly Sri Lanka. Maybe yes. it's because of the nations they have played against, right? But still, regardless. Regardless, and regardless. number yeah. yeah, and like New Zealand and England are like you know. Yeah, number eight and number five respectively, which is actually very, you know, it's not little surprising. Very, yeah, it's it's a little surprising, right? Mm. And very interesting is Pakistan nowadays. Mm. They are actually having a good run in general, right? Like even though they are putting up good fights, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Every match which Pakistan has played against any country. They don't go down without a fight, right? If they get out, if they get all out for like, you know, let's say 120, they will make sure that you know, even if they are losing, they will make sure that you know they would at least pick up like seven or eight wickets. Yeah. So the fighting spirit still exists in certain teams, right? So it's like Test cricket is still in 
a phase where you know it's still uh, grabbing the attention of people who are still ardent uh, fans. ardent fans like uh, vishnu said right so yeah. ardent fans of cricket can you know test cricket is still alive so <laughs> if only like, they made it easier to understand what pct is uh, more yeah. people would like look at <laughs> yep <laughs> that's just yeah. a joke that that that's that's true yeah but uh, when when it comes to other forms of cricket right uh, i think uh, t20 we don't even need to talk about like yeah we need to talk about very little because it's obvious right mm-hmm. but i'd like to go back to odi cricket i think this year is the world cup right is it yeah this yes year? this year's a world cup and it's happening in india it's happening in india right so yeah i and... think i feel like odi is the one being left out kind of it's left like, out. it's, it's, it's mostly bilateral series and everything yeah. like for for test it's the world test championship when every game you play goes towards that but yeah. odi is just odi and t20 is exciting because ipl happens every year and like that yeah. like if there's more leagues ha- ha- happening around the world and but odi is oh you only get yeah. that for bilateral or once yeah. every four years for the world cup you know it's what it's meeting because at one point of time odi used to be like the only the only format yeah, yeah. for yeah. world cups right yep even before world cups like there used to be so many classic games like the uh, like during the era of uh, tendulkar and uh, yeah yeah you know oh like, natwest like, 2002 like series do you guys remember that yeah oh my god 2002 series india tour of england india tour of england yep yeah That, yeah, that picture of Odia. Saurabh Ganguly, yeah, yeah. no waving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, waving his thing, waving his shirt. <laughs> like Saurabh Ganguly was a revolutionary captain. Absolutely. Like, I feel, yeah, like he. I think like Indian cricket. I'll come to that later. Probably yeah. how Indian cricket has transformed itself. But uh, coming back to ODI, uh, like Vishnu uh, said, right? It's probably being left out, but. in general what i really loved about the last world cup was anyone could win that yes yeah. anyone was even the final you could not split the teams apart yeah that's true. england barely won because they had more boundary and yeah, they had luck that's just sad that. yes like odi i know odi is suffering from like the middle child syndrome like it's not getting attention yeah. of the mom mom or dad but uh but That, you know i think last world cup think was last world cup was amazing and, even, and plus yeah. like it happened in england right and england no matter what we say they have still they are still the inventors of the sport and their their the their latest coach who is brendan mccullum i think he's sort of revolutionizing white ball cricket and red ball cricket for them so yeah. uh they have the baseball yes that's, that's the toy <laughs> so baseball is sort of you know making cricket exciting you know cricket i mean odi for example the average score previous world cups have been 250 270 but then the latest world cup it has been you know 320 350 and people are still easily chasing it down i mean baz himself as a player is so aggressive like yes the world cup before that i think there was in australia new zealand yeah yeah, yeah. like new zealand were wrecking every single team like yes they reached the finals they beat us yeah, they, i mean that's that's new zealand right they keep yes. they just they keep they they're on the down low throughout all bilateral series and then they come to the world cup and they get to the semi finals or the finals that's yeah. how they do it like the croatia fifa world cup yeah <laughs> yep oh goodness like like baz as a player itself is very you know aggressive like yeah. calculated aggression is his style right so although i couldn't see much of that when he was playing for rcb i'm all <laughs> a little disheartened no man yes side stepping now we are not going down that <laughs> we should have an rcb episode no no i'm getting enough mentions on twitter these days i don't need that anymore patient <laughs> for me yes um So, so Vishnu, what do you think about this, or uh, should we move on? Um, to, um, let's talk about the next one. Okay, sure. Um, okay. So, you know, 
again we talked about how t20 we i think we mentioned t20 the least so far but uh, i think that is exactly what's you know bringing people into cricket so now i want to know you know how do you think can more countries participate in cricket and you know what do you think can make it competitive like as of right now you know we have what there are 80 to 85 countries that are you know taking part in t20 cricket you know how how do you think this number can grow uh vishnu what would you go for such time um i mean the first thing that comes to my mind is cricket actually getting into the olympics mm. and that could be something that you know gets much much more attention and more countries playing the game and yeah. and like there's no reason for cricket not to be in the olympics because you have a shorter version of the game now which might yes. have been a complaint of the past you like you have games that get over in 4 hours at the max so more countries should pro- will probably come forward and play the game so icc should like push for cricket being in the olympics especially yeah. if like you know us or china the big countries of the olympics start playing the game I guess US is kind of picking up on the game they're going to be Yeah it's the comes. Indians in the US who are you know making it possible <laughs> Yeah uh mm-hmm. so let's see that 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 you know, might be a good step forward price. like again I'm I uh you know uh, I diverge a bit here I'm surprised how US hasn't picked up cricket considering you know West Indies is kind of close to the US like at least a certain part of the us i thought would have uh, you know picked up cricket a little bit i guess what might have happened is uh, players from the us might have gone to the west indies to pick that up no no i think that that i'm not entirely sure of this uh, story is correct but i think the story is again Engl- the cricket was invented by england right so uh, the first country to be liberated out of the english king- kingdom was america but then america i don't think they picked up on the rules or they didn't like the sport that much so they rejected it uh and then they started their own version which which was like a baseball uh, a simpler version i guess considering less rules and less formats and stuff but uh, yeah i think us is like one of the like again it's not a common america isn't a commonwealth but uh i think one of those english liberated nations that didn't pick up cricket cricket mm-hmm. and had it picked up i think it would have been massive Actually, it's a good thing they didn't pick it up because I don't think India would have had the attention it has because, yeah, like, that, cricket okay. has, like, I think again I go back to what Harsha Bhogle says. Like, I yeah. really like the way he phrases things. Cricket as a sport has, you know, brought together people in India, irrespective of their origin, their religion, their uh, state, right. it's brought an entire country that's so diverse together with such unified unanimous reactions so it's it's a good thing that you didn't take it away and yeah, like india has imagine, for imagine if they came up with something like ipl back in like the 50s or something and then we would never have something we would have never yeah. reached the peak of it then yeah Yeah, I know it's good. Again, we diverge here. So yeah, but we'll bring us back to that. But, but yeah, again, you know, absolutely agree with what Vishnu said that, you know, Olympics, again, it's not like a standard that every sport needs to have. But uh, it's just, you know, people wouldn't, like people know about curling more than cricket. Like if you're watching exactly, the Olympics, right? right? Exactly. What is that game? Curling what is, is nothing curling? but, you know, ice. I know what it is. Like it's, it, it's so hilarious to watch it, right? Yes, I mean that's exactly the point that I'm trying to make that you know people hey, know about curling people. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe so here's the thing maybe the way we introduce cricket in itself should be in a measured sense right maybe T20 shouldn't be a format T10 is actually a very feasible format right because Olympics in itself happens with a very limited time Yeah, right. two weeks. Like, yes, two weeks, right? And they have to probably host, uh, you know, an entire uh, uh, collection of nations, right? Like they have yeah. so many nations that are going to be participating, and you need. It's going to be a Herculean effort to actually organize it. So maybe also the to... host city needs to have 
infrastructure, right? Like the next exactly. Olympics is at Paris. Paris, how many stadiums does it have? I'm not sure. Correct. Right. So yeah. So uh, the, those kind of things will come into picture, but as a format, I think uh, maybe a T10 league would be ideal. Or as weird as it sounds, I don't know if it's even proposed. It's just my theory. A 15 over game might be like could be incorporated. Or another alternative is T10 for like all the games except for the f- uh, semifinals and the finals where you could have a proper T20, which yeah. would probably be... The thing is... There's a lot of planning that needs... There's to a lot of planning, first of all. And plus, the sh- right. the shorter the overs, I think that reduces the impact of a bowler, I exactly. guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, those kind of things do come into uh, factor, right? Like, it shouldn't become like a completely you know, one-sided... Game, Dom- right? yeah. It shouldn't be a batsman game completely. It should be a fair fight. Right? Yeah, like I, that. That's why I feel T Twenty is like the right balance. Like you have really, enough enough overs for the bowler to make an impact, and you have enough, mm-hmm. uh, you know, class for a batsman to show it. So I think the execution is very important when it comes to uh, Olympics, right? Because it's a global stage, and many people, uh, like again, what Vishnu said, it. Uh, like cricket as a sport in itself is a little more complicated than other sports, right? Yes. Like, for example, football is, you know, it's simple to understand. Like, there are rules, yes, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to diminish those. Mm-hmm. But as a sport itself, it's easy to play, right? Yeah. You don't need to have uh, so many uh, complex terminologies like, you know, go to a short leg or like, things like yeah. that. Yeah, like before. Like before. <laughs> Mancat. Yeah, Mancat is uh, very popular. To yeah. yeah, the yeah. number of ways you can become out is like... Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, if it's introduced in the right way, uh, with the right support, I guess it will it'll actually boost. It'll never break the game because mm. nobody will... Nobody who is already in love with cricket will... Start will fall out of it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but it might or might not attract more. Yeah. To to add on to what what your point is, uh, you know, I think we, you know, global sports are somehow compared to football because you know the game is so popular, right? And the rules have been the same for like the past fifty, sixty years. I mean, for sure, technology has been implemented more and more in football. Like for example, VAR and stuff, which is which is again, you know, technology takes has a role in sports as well but especially in cricket I feel like uh, the rules are you know changed more frequently like every year or so Uh, like Big Bash for example Big Bash had some three new rules um, this year right and in IPL also this year there is this new rule called an impact player now nothing wrong with you know trying to make the sport more, more attractive but you know the thing is you know stability gives gives people a chance to you know explore explore the you know sport I guess Uh, yeah right like when if I'm trying to get into a new sport I don't want like rules to keep changing every few months when I'm trying to catch up with the existing ones especially like cricket has so many rules it's yeah it's probably one of the sports where like even the more like the biggest fans do not know all the rules that is true yeah like I remember that legendary there's this legendary spinner, yeah, Mutaya Murlidharan. He was booked by ICC multiple times just for his action. And yeah. again, that's not basically the rule is simple. You're not supposed to throw the ball, you're supposed to, you know, bowl it. Bowl it. The yeah, arm actually yeah. there is some angle related to it. Now the specifications of those angles are so tight that you know a legendary yeah. bowler It's not just it's oddly well defined yet so obscure, right? Yes. Like it's it's very very difficult to spot it as an umpire itself, right? Like yes, and an, an umpire as a human being, like without, I can just imagine when you mention uh like I think Steve Buckler was the umpire. He was a very prejudiced umpire. That's what I. That care. is also true. Yeah. Every every single time he comes on to ball, he used to you know 
to try to find one or the other thing that's wrong with his action, right? So when it comes to rules in themselves, right, you need to be very careful with how you actually define them, right? Yeah. Right. Like, I think another classic case is Sunil Narayan, right? Like, with yeah. his, right? Like, he had it, to remodel his action completely. He right? had to get approved. action. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, I think the more you try to uh, introduce rules, the more obscure the game becomes. Right. Yeah. It becomes a little more uh, uh, opaque to the people who are actually trying to understand the game. Yeah. So, you. What I'm trying to say is probably introducing the rules should also be done in a way where it makes sense, right? For example, if the impact player thing is done right in this IPL, yeah. it could actually, you know, make it better. Attention. Yeah, yeah, otherwise I think it's just going to be a loophole. But that seems like a simple enough rule to understand though. It's not like yeah, a it's hard simple enough rule. substitute Correct. player Absolutely. can ball out back. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like it gives, it opens up a, uh, like a whole new world of opportunities and right? yeah. like uh, again like I follow a lot of these uh, like uh, auction reviews and everything uh, yeah. I don't know which team uh, which team bought Piyush Chabla I forgot which uh, Mumbai Indians Mumbai Indians was it Mumbai? yeah okay. uh, again uh, I think Joy Bhattacharya and uh, Hasha Bogle were a part of that uh, yeah, yeah. oh I, I've seen that yeah I've seen that talk yeah, yeah. and I think uh, uh Joy Bhattacharya rightfully mentions that the interesting thing was I think they didn't buy Piyush Chavla to play him as a full-time player. Yeah, to use him, but they bought him just to use him as an impact player. Yeah, like when you go to Chepok or some some pitch like that. Correct. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least. It's simple enough, right? I yeah. Hopefully the execution goes right. Right, like then I hope. Also, like a substitute fielder has always been in the rule books. For example, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, there's this Mumbai Indians and a KKR player now called Anukul Rai. That guy hasn't featured, you know, in a playing eleven for the past three, four years now. But if you see on the pitch, he's always, you know, replacing, you know, someone like an Amit Mishra or, you know, Robin Atapa. To feel, so, yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, I wouldn't call that cheating or something, but it's a loophole, right? Like, come on, you, you have someone in the playing eleven, but, uh, you know, you're not utilizing him. Because he's a bad fielder, so that some again it again goes back to rules. You know these rules are vague. Some I feel like that you shouldn't even call that loophole in my opinion because that's just strategy and that's how you win games, right? It yeah. just opens up more uh, thinking and yeah. stuff you need to do to win a game rather than just go and play. Yeah, fair enough. Um. So yeah, these these rules they are complicated, but uh... I think I'd like to add like one final thing to that uh, question of yours. Of uh, sorry, like how uh, cricket could in itself uh, try to you know attract more nations. One thing that's always been uh, you know a little worrisome for me is with how uh, how. Very often, it's just three or four nations that are, you know, dominating the game, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's mostly either India uh, or Australia, right? Uh, England, right? And New Zealand, right? Like, very occasional. You are happy to see New Zealand. Like, yeah. whenever New Zealand plays a game and they're doing well, you're like, okay, I want them to win the game. I don't care. Yeah. It used, I think because they are like the South Africa of the 90s. Like everybody wanted South Africa in the yeah. 90s and 2000s to win, but they never won it. Right. And yeah. like, I feel like there was a time where all the nations used to be equally feared, right? You know, West Indies used to be like, you know, West Indies had their feared. legacy. Man. They had their legacy. Yes. At one point of time, like I'm talking about like the early 2000s, right? 2002, 2003, where, you know, uh, West Indies were still feared, right? South Africa had like players like Jacques Callis and uh, oh, South Africa's golden generation. Yeah, that was so. Dale Steyn used to like, you know, he used to 
every ball used to like you know have a trail of fire behind it right so right now you don't see that right like you don't see yeah. except for teams like you know probably uh, australia india and uh, england who are no i mean there aren't like, players who you fear anymore i guess because correct, you know right. players have become athletes they've not become you know these uh, they're not like tall and huge like that west indies you know 1970 team of 19 doesn't even have to be tall and huge is what yeah. i'm trying to say no right? but like, you need to be impactful right like dale steen had his yeah. own aura like shoaib akhtar everyone used to fear yeah. him like when you go back to test cricket like people used to fear uh, Sh- uh shivnarayan chandrapal right like he used yeah. to be like that tiny guy with that very awkward stance people used to be like what the hell are i suppose he's there like a rock for like such a long time like how do i get him out right and that's one thing so what i'm trying to say is right instead of trying to appeal the game towards uh newer nations i feel like they should appeal the game towards existing nations right for example bangladesh is not doing that great right as much as i'd like to uh uh admit that you know they do have like certain good players it's like very limited to like a few players probably shakibal hasan is probably like their only stand out player throughout from a, from a very long time right they had a very good bowler by uh uh, uh mustafizur rahman right yeah. uh, but injuries again started to tail him off right and uh, other countries like you know uh uh western bees like the classic example right it's very sad to see western bees go down like that right and south africa is heading to a I very think... similar no south like, africa like... is sort of getting revived sri lanka is going down that Hopefully. path i feel yeah sri lanka and yeah sri lanka and sri lanka also had a golden uh, generation like like hilsha yeah, malingaza Yeah, yep. they came to the finals like against India, right? Like they won all that final. Yeah, like I mean the finals in the World Cup, right? Like yeah. where India won. Yeah, India and like that was also a very. It was not a completely one-sided match. Right? It wasn't. It was still. Yeah, it was you know, Gambir got us out of that. Yeah, Gambir got of got us out of that. Like Dhoni came in. It was it was a, a fairy tale ending. If I could. It was a fairy tale ending. Yeah. So in general, I feel like when it comes to just that, uh, it becomes very difficult. And I think another factor to that would uh, be tied very closely with funding. Uh, West Indies suffered very uh, heavily from that, I believe. Right? Hmm. Uh, many players, yeah, there. yeah, Lo- a lot of the players like didn't want to go back and play for West Indies because they were not getting paid. Uh, Pollard just continued playing IPL. like the west indies team called him back he's like yeah russell yeah russell they're like i don't care like if you don't care about me i don't care about you types yeah like that's all that's players, fair yeah like all these players are you know playing in literally every league every t20 league around the world but when it comes yeah. to you know national it's not that they don't like their country or something it's just you know they're not getting paid yeah exactly at, at the end of the day you to... got to live yeah and it's worse because they do actually i've heard that they do actually have the west indies has the capability of funding right west indies in itself uh does have some extent of that they were just not ready to do it and a big factor of that uh again i keep quoting harsha bogle right like the reason why test match seems to be dying out is because like i said the nations that play test match are mostly india australia uh, new zealand and england right the reason why other countries don't play it is because sustain very oddly enough test matches are very expensive to organize because it's a five day thing very little people come for the you know they they, they don't go to the stadiums and fill it the up the tickets are day. free man sometimes Yeah, it, it depends on the nation. That's what it depends on the nation. Right? Yeah. If it's if it's India, yes, tickets are free. Like they have enough of funding, they don't care, right? Like, yeah, that's how it is. I like, mean, broadcast where... make enough money, I guess. Yeah, broadcast yeah. broadcast perspective, yeah. Right, and like for countries like Bangladesh and uh, 
one thing that I liked this time was when India's uh, tour of Bangladesh, they decided to have a test match, right? They were ready to go play a test match with Bangladesh. I'm like, hmm, I didn't expect that, but okay, fine. It did actually grab a lot of people from Bangladesh. Like, people were watching the test match. And it was nice to see that. But in general, uh, the funding becomes an issue if it is obviously mismanaged, right? And I feel like ICC needs to, like, again, like, because ICC controls most of the way things are being handled uh, when it comes to like schedules and uh, I think they also have a rule about how much each country can uh, future uh, as program or something like that future yeah, and yeah, something, yeah, like yeah. something like that right? so they uh, in general funding uh, is a very testing subject when it comes to nations that us a little bit under the weather when it like classic example is West Indies, right? Like Vishnu mentioned, uh, uh, people like uh, Pollard and Russell who are also very talented, legendary in the legendary talented, yeah, like yeah, in the game of T20, right? So, why could they like they could easily just uh, upset teams single handedly? Right, if they play for their nation, like it's a very deliberate move. Why right? they didn't uh, actually go ahead, and uh, if left unnoticed, it's going to be a very difficult thing. I'm, I think it's not being left unnoticed with uh, people with very good journalists actually pointing it out time and time again. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> like you think, if if the funding is sort of more, you know, spread out, it could actually you know save the game or like make it expand it to further countries. I feel like funding should be done in a very humble manner in the sense, when I say humble, uh, the nations that are actually very heavy with their funding, right? For example, India to be the classic, they are literally the forerunner of the game. I, I will blatantly just put that out there, right? Because Yeah, I think it's all because of broadcasting, right? Yeah. Because of broadcasting rights, yes. And their funding is just phenomenal, right? So one thing that I think is going well for them is to some extent they are trying to spread out their funding towards other countries. I'm not sure how the business implication or like the uh, business motives behind uh, uh, franchising South African uh, league teams under Indian team, like under the IPL team names is, but that's yeah. an example of, I'm not sure if funding is involved in that. Like what I'm trying to say is to give some context to the view, uh, to the listeners here is South Africa is having their own version of IPL and it is so strikingly similar. Yes, the, the team name especially. And team names and the jersey. Yeah, yeah and the team names and the jerseys, they are literally just the same thing. Like, uh, they have a team for Cape Town. It's so uh, hilarious. MI Cape Town or something, right? MI Cape Town. Yeah, which doesn't make so, sense. What is it? Mumbai did Cape Town? Sense, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so uh, with MI Cape Town and Johannesburg Super Kings or something like that, right? So yeah. that is probably, I'm not sure if it's a funding move or whatever it is, but there is an influence being done over there and people are, you know, like the South African cricket at least seems to be, hopefully it seems to be in a good a good place but i'd like uh the bcci to actually you know help out other associate nations like uh you know the uae to some extent right uh probably like also dying out nations like sri lanka right like maybe help me give them a helping hand with when it comes to funding right yeah uh, because also a great nations... example of this is probably the story afghanistan cricket story like yes you know, Afghanistan as a country has been through a lot, but, uh, you know, cricket is not one of them. You know, cricket is, again, something that has, that takes, you know, their mind out of everything else going on there. And plus, they've, they've been such a successful, you know, nation. You know, they are probably doing, probably a hot take, but again, I think they're probably doing better than, you know, Sri Lanka and West Indies right now. Yep. Like, if you see the, you know, T20 qual- qualifications or the World Cup qualifications, you know, they are sort of, you know, around that eight spot more often than Sri Lanka or West Indies. And again, you know, great talent coming out of there. There's almost like as if there's a spin factory in Afghanistan 
that you know you know we have great spinners like Rashid Khan, Mujibur Rahman, Gochegan, and you know there's just like the top level. There are you know so many people there. Yeah, like it was kind of a, a revelation. Uh, let's just yeah, like I was people were obviously disappointed when uh, there was there was a plan where Australia actually uh, goes for a one-off test match in Afghanistan and then they called it off right recently. Yeah, there was like a little bit of uh, uh, of an outburst of uh, you know uh, disappointed emotions there, especially from the players because Afghanistan as a team in itself don't get to play a lot. Right? Even if they do play, they play against teams like uh, UAE and uh, uh, you know uh, probably Pakistan. Uh, I'm not sure how that entire thing. I don't think so. They play against Pakistan because they again have some issues, but. In general, right? You know, they don't really get a spotlight. Right? Yeah, so it was to add on like, to like... Afghanistan. Uh, you know, India has played one Test match with Afghanistan. It was the first ever Test match with Afghanistan. It was in Bangalore. I have gone to that Test match, and I got to say, Afghanistan. Like, of course, they struggled. We won the game in two, three days, which was quite obvious. Yeah. But you know, for them, I remember it was it, a big thing for uh, yeah. It was a it was, it was very such big a big thing, thing for Afghanistan. Like their first ever Test match. Like you know, no matter you know, T Twenty is is going to stay, but again, Test match is something like it is the highest level of cricket, right? So for Afghanistan, you know, they aspired to become a Test playing nation one day, and they got that. Though it it was such a big deal for Afghanistan. Yep. So yeah, I guess uh, funding is a very uh, pivotal thing when it comes to so just coming back to the main uh, crux of the point yes uh, if you have to have more nations to be involved I feel like the nations that are already currently involved they themselves need to be uh, reinforced with uh, proper either funding support right trying to uh, reduce the number of uh, uh, you know, misfortunes, if I can use that word lightly, when it, yeah. I'm particularly talking with Afghanistan, right? Mm. Afghanistan is a was a revelation as a deep. Like, yeah. with, uh, you know, like with people like uh, Rashid Khan and uh, uh, Mujib coming in, right? So, and like the batsmen, I, I forget uh, a few of them. Uh, Gulab, some person. I I'm sorry. Gul Gulbuddin, Gulbuddin Gap. Yeah, yeah. Was their captain, right? Also, I like and that like, uh, pocket dynamic. Opener, right? like, opener yeah, yeah, like uh, Mohammad Shahzad. I, I forget. I forget. Yeah, Mohammad Shahzad. Yes, thank you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he just, you know, blew teams away like in the first. Uh, he, five was, he was there, Brendan McCullum. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was making yeah, like, top 10 overs top 10 overs which are again toughest he was making them he was bossing around man too good yep so yeah so before trying to appeal to uh, many other nations that'll obviously have an effect right but I feel like uh, it should also be uh, you know you should also strengthen other nations like one final point I would like to say is you know teams like Ireland right like Ireland in particular as a team, they keep pulling out, uh, you know, upsets from the bag against England. They always do. Ireland, Netherlands. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, okay, England and Ireland, well, we know who's going to win. Right? Yeah. It's sad to see that they're not able to go forward, but, yeah. I, and mostly it's related to players migrating from Ireland to other nations. Like, mm -hmm. there are, Owen Morgan. Owen Morgan. The classic, yeah, the classic example, Owen Morgan, right? Like, he won an entire World Cup, but he's originally, you know, he played a lot. No, I don't know if he played a lot, but he was playing for Ireland. Ireland are like one of those yeah, European nations over there, right? So, uh, yeah, like, trying to bring these teams uh, and, like, trying to keep South Africa, Sri Lanka, and West Indies still somehow the heavyweights, again, Instead of making like a three-team heavyweight, it should be like a six-team heavyweight where you can have like a fair competition with within all the nations. I feel that would be all, the yeah. best point of cricket. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to move on to the final part of this conversation, uh, 
you know, it's it's going to be about the importance of like T20 cricket, franchise cricket, and then the probably relevance of bilateral cricket moving forward. You know, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, uh, I think I think the the club cricket that we have now is like really exciting for cricket. Uh, if you look, if you look at club culture for any of the other sports, they have one league and like one player can play for one team throughout the year. Yeah. But for cricket, it's different. Like players can leagues generally tend to be only for like two months, and they conclude. And players can mm-hmm. get to play for different teams, go around the world, and like I feel like that's really cool. And yeah, that that's uh, one take on that. And talking about bilateral cricket, I feel like it's losing its uh, charm mm-hmm. because I don't know, like with all the club cricket that's going on and then like uh, teams going and playing bilateral cricket and also World Cups are ha- happening more often. Yeah, it's, it's like it's we have we have the ODI World Cup, we have the T20 World Cup and like things happen more often and I feel like some teams like players are playing throughout the year and throughout they just the, yeah. yeah and they're just tired yeah and bilateral has become like almost like no i wouldn't i wouldn't say irrelevant but they've become like stepping stones to world cup right like you yeah. rarely see like the a team of a the like the first team to of a country to play right it's almost as if okay this fellow is good for this role let's give yeah. him a chance let's give him a chance so and I mean, good good to people to get a debut and stuff, but uh, you rarely see, like, the first team of a country player. Yeah, and, like, I think, I mean, to be honest, club cricket gets more viewership than bilateral series cricket. Yeah. Obviously, the World Cups, like, get, like, a lot of viewership, and that's, like, the same as that's club nature, cricket, but, yeah. yeah, but bilateral cricket, not so much anymore. I feel like it's just something that's turned on in the background when I'm like working or. Like, oh yeah, going. right. You you do that. You do that for test cricket also, right? Like if you're yeah. working, you're listening to you know Harsha Boglia on the comms. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, just just one thing, right? So, uh, as bilaterals, like Vishnu mentioned, right? It seems to be something that's in the decline. It's probably owing to the again, like the nations that play the bilaterals, right? Uh, before it used to be like, you know, I, I believe like this used to be a thing where touring nations, for example, when India goes for a tour to England, right? They used to make sure that they used to at least play one game with a country like Ireland. Yeah. At least uh, at least a bilateral game with Ireland, right? Uh, for like one of two reasons. One is Ireland gets a spotlight, right? they do get their game and it's like very close to the nation which uh, uh, India is going to play against, right? And secondly, uh, it is also, you know, like a warm-up for them, right? It's not that they're trying to diminish the quality of players from Ireland. In general, like, you do have warm-up games. They just substitute one of the warm-up games. With, with, a proper, proper, with, a, yeah. with a proper game against Ireland, whether they win or lose, they experiment things over there. I would oddly say that that was a very good thing. So, yeah, so oddly enough, like I used to look forward to, you know, when India used to tour uh, Zimbabwe, for example. Like recently, India went to Netherlands. I was looking forward to that, not because I knew the first team wasn't playing, but I was looking forward to, you know, young people like, you know, Arshdeep Singh, for example. He got a chance from that Netherlands tour, right? I was looking forward to them and because see again that helps Netherlands cricket grow as well uh, and it also helps you know Indian cricket there's find so, that there's always a fun thing uh, you know there's always you know a certain factor of uh, uh, comedy when it uh, when there is the occasional upset then like you know yeah, yeah. oh wow Virat, Virat Kohli got out for a duck against this bowler from Ireland yeah. what is what are the odds, right? So things like that is always fun, right? And he yeah. goes to England and he smashes Anderson all over the place. Pe- so. People tend to forget that they are also international cricketers and they're not there yeah. like just because yeah. they play yeah. cricket yeah. for fun. Yep, yep. Also, it must be such a big thing, right? Like, for example, uh, let's say, you know, 
that the, I remember one Netherlands player called uh, you know Van de Beek. Okay, like when he took a wicket of Kohli, it was it is such a big like imagine if you are the bowler and you take the wicket of Virat Kohli, it is such a big thing for you, right? Yeah. It, so you know all these stories are inspiring to them as well. It's not you know we are also benefiting from that. Like they are also finding new viewers in Netherlands because you know you know Indian team has gone there. Exactly. Yeah. But so nowadays I don't think it's happening anymore. It's not happening that much, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very you know, it's streamlined. Again, this probably goes uh with funding, right? Again, it comes to that factor again. Like nations like for example, Zimbabwe might not have been like hypothetically, let's say India to South Africa, right? They would usually want one either a test match with Zimbabwe or like a ODI against Zimbabwe, right? Or probably even a two-off T20 game with Zimbabwe, right? Like if, but it usually doesn't happen because Zimbabwe might not have the funds to conduct those games, right? So yeah. funding becomes a very pivotal factor when it comes to things. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, to add on to this topic, uh, you know, oddly enough, I think, you know, bilateral cricket is sort of, you know, losing its relevance because if you see the broadcasting rights and all, that way cricket is in a very good space. Like the broadcasting rights are just going up and up, um, you know, which is good, uh, you know, for, for the players more especially. And, and for young, you know, cricketers who want to become professional cricketers, you know, it's good for them. Uh so, you know the that that's a good thing. Um, so the, I feel like if that's the way forward, then it's probably good for the game. Like if you see, you know, other sports around other teams, other team sports around the world. Uh, you know, NFL, NBA, um, you know, Premier League. The thing about that is uh, the club aspect of the sport sort of dominates than the nation's aspect of the sport and you know by nation's aspect I mean the bilateral series right so out of let's say you know let's say the sport is being played for you know nine months out of the 12 you know seven months or like eight months out of, the, out of that is you know going to you know club cricket yeah. player and again I think it's just I think uh, like franchise cricket in general, it is just more popular than, you know, nations. Um, like there is this, it's it builds culture, right? Like, uh, you know, you look forward to, you know, when Manchester United is, is playing at home, for example. And, you know, that builds culture, right? So, and young, like I remember like in NFL, right? Like people do these celebrations after, uh, you know, when they hit when they hit it home. Like like the giddy celebration. Or like, you know, remember uh, somebody in cricket also had a celebration. Uh, I forgot his name. Many people have their celebration. Many, many people have their celebration. Many people. Hasaranga, for example. Yeah, Hasaranga, for example. Uh, remember that ha- Hasan Ali of Pakistan, he has his own celebration, right? Yeah. So, Sheldon Cottrell. Sheldon Cottrell. Sheldon Cottrell, yes, that is, yeah. that is the person I'm talking about. The salute. The salute, yeah. So all these things, again, you know, they probably don't... These are little things that, you know, young people look up to. And when when young people look up to, that again popularizes a sport. So uh, these little things, like if, uh, if, if like, let's say if cricket is moving to franchise cricket, then if this these little things are done right, then I think the expansion can be massive. And, you know, to give a proof of this, this year in the IPL, for the first time, we have associate nations as well in pa- participating in uh, cricket teams, right? Like we have Sekandar Raza, mm-hmm. who is a part of uh, one of the teams. Zimbabwe. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a Zimbabwe he's part captain. of one of the teams. Yeah, he is Zimbabwe. Captain. He's a Zimbabwe captain. We have this guy called David Visa, who is, I mean, originally from South Africa, but you know, currently Namibian. Um, he plays for Namibia cricket. So. You know, it's probably a big thing in Namibia, right? And now people will, from Namibia will look up to IPL and, you know, one day aspire to become, you know, an IPL mm-hmm. cricketer. And let's say if IPL cricket is, you know, becoming the norm, 
then like expand the window to like you know seven months or like have have an extended season you know have teams yeah. from you know what i like uh so okay what i liked i probably like the champions trophy you guys remember that yeah oh, champions league yes. champions yeah. trophy i don't know why it stopped i was looking forward to that was awesome man come on like you have like the leagues the big leagues right i think i think i know where the issue is right probably they have very limited number of players for example uh you have fabrice being the captain for uh Jardis, Correct. that uh, that was the only game. problem of champions trophy right yeah like players had to the team they wanted to play i guess it should probably be put into a way like for example i think it could one reason Solution could be like you know, let's say uh, Janus uh, Super Kings and uh, uh, RCB are there in a Champions League. I think by default, Pabdubletsi should play for Janus Super Kings because he is from a South African origin, right? So it should it should probably be bent that way. But again, like that's hypothetical points. But yeah, uh, again, oh, what comes to my mind is what Hasha Bogle said in one of the uh, interviews. He said, uh, "Cricket as a sport." is probably not dying it's just probably evolving evolved yeah 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 where yes it's not going to be like probably another uh, 15 20 years down the line it could be a scenario where it's similar to how the football leagues right where you have just uh, league games that are dominated throughout different and then like the... world cup every one year to I, right. i i still don't want uh... bilateral to go away this is a very selfish reason because uh-huh. indian players don't get to play outside of india in other leagues and the only way they get to play like international matches is just, that is just playing bilateral yeah, games yeah. and unless, until bcci allows like indian players to go abroad and play in other leagues We want bilaterals to keep happening. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that is very valid that, aspect. Like, you can't go to South Africa being a debutant, you know, and face the you know bouncy, bouncy pitches. Yeah. Or like the green, absolutely green pitches in England. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, you need experience so, yeah, for that. And uh, that again, that is the relevance of you know bilateral cricket. Teams. Yeah, and the thing is like. think about it this way the world cups in india this year and every team has equal opportunity it's not like us going and playing yes. in england where england is probably the favorite if they have really? the good yeah. team if they have a good team they're probably the favorites because they know how to play in their pitches yeah. but everyone knows how to play in india because of india. yeah everyone knows how to play in india <laughs> yeah yeah and that's a very bad point so Yeah, just uh, rounding things off with that, right? Like, so yeah. the way uh, the way cricket is probably evolving right now is, you know, where you have the uh, leagues that are taking place at different parts of the world, right? Maybe it might morph into a, you know, a, an extremely long league with uh, teams from all over the world, like something like the Champions uh, Trophy that used to happen, but that was like for like a very short amount of time. Yeah, uh, but you know probably you can uh, they could be like you know the uh, the big bash again wishful thinking i want to have a big bash and an ipl uh, uh you know collaboration yeah I like a, i think again that 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 used to happen in champions trophy like like rcb used, used to play to sydney sixers dude that was so hype that was, was so, so hype like that, i was like, like one pair of free you know facing a guy like you know Scott Boland or someone Scott Boland yeah like, yeah it's really it, it's really because of how many players like play for this like that is true. like it, it, uh intersection of teams that's the problem intersection of teams yeah that's true that is but yeah like that's why champions league cannot come back unfortunately yeah. <laughs> unfortunately it used to be fun like in football has Champions Trophy, even NBA, NBA has playoffs, right? Where I mean, NBA every team plays every team, but uh, you know, playoffs is when you know it's a knockout game, right? So it yeah. used to be fun, and uh, yeah. yeah, where else? I mean, like, yeah, where else can you see RCB playing a team like Otago Volts, which is like you know from yeah, New Zealand? Yeah. You probably haven't even heard of it, but it used to get me excited it's because awesome. it's, awesome. it's fun. You know, I used to learn about new news. It's wishful thinking. 
yeah, like, yeah. it's wishful thinking but uh, yeah like leaks might dominate most mostly because of uh, again broadcasting rights I was looking at the T20, uh, like the women's T20 World Cup, right? That's something that's happening right now. Yeah. And looking at the partners and the broadcasters, like, dude, like, forty percent of them are like Indian companies, like Baiju's, MRF, Bharat Pay. <laughs> like, yeah. you see how an ICC Women's T20 World Cup that's happening in South Africa is being managed and supported by mostly. Uh, companies from uh, India, right? Like that. Like I, yeah, I mean, again, I'll to see you know Vimal Pan Masala on ICC 2019 World Cups happening in England. Like on the broadcast, it, it is Vimal Pan Masala, which is yeah. something you know is there, which exists in every billboard around every stadium in India. But you know, if it's a World Cup, you probably don't want to have Vimal Pan Masala, right? <laughs> Not if they're paying you money. Not if they're paying you money. Baiju's, for example. I'm just like, so... why is Baiju's, why is a Baiju's billboard there in Vestid? Yeah, Baiju sponsored, Baiju sponsored the FIFA World Cup also. And they got Messi to make a custom post, paid partnership post on Instagram. And it is still existing on Lionel Messi's Instagram. So, like, I think money talks and that is how the sport is run, right? Definitely. So, uh, yeah. coming back to the league format, I don't think I ever want cricket to go into a year full of, you know, a year-long league. I I like the two-month IPL and then if new leagues come up that are just as good as IPL, I would watch those also. Like, I'm yeah. fine with following two, three different leagues. Dude, I, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, people from Australia or England, they follow uh, Big Bash and IPL and yeah. like the leagues they have like the 100 and stuff yeah. I don't really yeah. do that I just watch the IPL because I, yeah. I feel I feel it's probably because of Indian players, players not correct like yeah. come on if Virat Kohli is playing for Sydney Thunder would you not support that yeah, dude, like, I would, I would probably watch that yeah, yeah like, exactly be... Melbourne Red I don't know why that's not happening yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that's happening probably something internal now nah, business no, it, uh, no it's, it's as simple as this exclusivity just... exclusivity right exclusivity and another simple thing is they're playing throughout the year irrespective of whether they're playing yeah. IPL or not they have like matches throughout the year for some reason <laughs> and no but they... one solution to that is let's say players out of your you know contracted ones like you know 25 players 25 to 30 players right. uh, Indian cricket team get yeah. get paid like, throughout the year right? I would actually watch a Big Bash game and like, and like which you know I would probably watch a game if that particle for example if he yeah, played, if that particle is playing if he yeah, play, for Sydney yeah. Thunder right? yeah. if he plays for Sydney Thunder would, would, not, would that not be exciting yeah I would actually sit and watch that right that, that, that's fun and it also helps him become accustomed to Cricket Australian, yeah, right? Like Australian. So here's the thing: like, condition, right? Indians already go to uh, England to play. What, what is that? They have their uh, like the Test match thing in England. The county uh, cricket, county cricket, county cricket. Yeah, like they all. Yeah. Probably again. And, that's... and and yeah, they do allow the women cricketers to go play Big Bash League, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't get it. Like, just allow the men yeah, also to go like play. So it's fine. Players. We have half players to spare. <laughs> I don't understand. We can make like three teams from all the existing players. It, yeah. It, it's crazy. The talent is immense. So might as well, you know, help them. Yeah. If we just we just need to, you know, have players let, let them go play whatever league they want so that they don't end up leaving and going to different countries to play yeah. there. The, that's, exa- yeah. that's slowly happening like a lot that of is, players from India are yeah, going yeah. to the US and playing there correct Unmukchan again you know yeah. he was our World Cup winning captain in 2010-2012 yeah. one of the years and now he is playing for US cricket I mean good for US cricket that they have you know talent in, you know, in him but uh, you know we sort of missed the trick there uh, yeah. and, ideally we yeah. don't want to let players who are good go away yeah just because now, we have yeah. restrictions that don't allow them to make a living. Yeah, and now he is playing for in Big Bash League, representing India and America. Yes, <laughs> which is good. Um, all right. Um, so do we have any final thoughts before we wrap it up, or are we 
you know shall we close it out i think i have all my thoughts out on the table so <laughs> <laughs> maybe probably like i would end with saying that you know uh cricket as a sport in itself is just trying tying us back to the first question uh no it's it's not in a bad state at all right it's in a good state with at least how the fans how the existing fans are it's just that certain forms of the game and certain countries are probably just dominating uh yeah not dominating and probably to put things in a uh a short perspective would be it's evolving like every other sport it's in an evolution phase right uh just how just like how indian cricket evolved with uh, you know captain said kapil dev and then went to a dynamic captain like ganguly then went to a very cool and calculated dhoni captain like dhoni and then went back to like uh fire and spice with virat kohli right? it's it's evolving continuously mm-hmm. like cricket as a sport is also evolving and hopefully it evolves for the best yeah. yep even you know to close this episode out you know cricket's again massive sport you know it has at least 2 billion following if you just include india and pakistan uh, yeah <laughs> so it's a massive sport you know it gets you know more eyeballs than you know super bowl and maybe even fifa world cup some on some matches uh, so it's a massive sport all it needs is you know just a little bit of uh, you know careful handling in this phase because yeah, managed good management because again sport is still expanding like you know we just had two more teams in ipl and the valuation of ipl you know grew you know quite a lot 20 to 30% which is massive uh, you know we have you know women's ipl coming up this year we have indian owners indian i'm actually excited for that uh, yes i'm actually looking IPL. forward to that but all in all you know sport is expanding we also have indian owners you know uh, expanding their ownership to south african leagues to you know ua leagues and uh, yeah it's a good time to be a cricket fan and uh, yep. the viewership is just increasing right and uh, with that uh, we we are ready to say goodbye um okay it was great having you and bye great thank you for having you. me and yeah, thank you for having me too